This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, December 14th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Tax deal. Biodiesel extender. Optimism on cotton dairy fixes. Ag trade negotiator and poultry line speeds questioned. Congressional Republicans say they're on track to vote on a final package of tax cuts next week. Lawmakers say they had a deal yesterday that would include key provisions that will be important to agriculture. The details include a new 20% deduction for income from partnerships, S-corporations, and sole proprietorships. The agreement also would include expensing provisions and double but not repeal the estate tax exemption. The tax bill isn't all that's in the works. Senate Finance Committee member Chuck Grassley, Republican of Iowa, says an extenders bill is being prepared that would revive the expired $1 a gallon tax credit for biodiesel and continue it through 2018. Key Senator, optimistic on dairy and cotton. The chairman of the Senate Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee, North Dakota Republican John Hoven, sounding upbeat about the chances of getting a spending agreement in January that would authorize new assistance for dairy and cotton producers. Hoven told AgriPulse, I'm not going to make predictions, but I think that's how it will go. That's the game plan. Enacting the dairy and cotton provisions as a part of the fiscal 18 spending bill would ease budget pressures on House and Senate agriculture committees as they begin writing a new farm bill early next year. The Senate version of the FY18 spending bill for USDA would authorize a billion dollars in new spending by overhauling dairy's margin protection program and making cottonseed eligible for the price loss coverage program. House Ag launches Farm Bill website. The House Agriculture Committee set up a special website to post information on the new farm bill the panel expects to write early next year. Chairman Mike Conaway, Republican of Texas, said, We're working on getting the policy right and we'll use this site as a resource as we advance the next farm bill. Moran hoping for a deal on Ag Negotiator. Senator Jerry Moran, a Republican of Kansas, says he's hopeful that President Trump's nominee to be the administration's chief agriculture negotiator can be included in a package of nominations the Senate considers before recessing for Christmas. Senator Jeff Flake, a Republican of Arizona, put a hold on Greg Dowd's nomination as leverage to get the Trump administration to shift its position on anti-dumping provisions that Florida tomato growers want to add to the North American Free Trade Agreement. Moran has been in discussions with Flake, but doesn't have a resolution on Dowd. USDA pressed to ease chicken processing curbs. Chicken processors say that new USDA data backs up the industry's proposal to allow slaughter plants to increase line speeds. The Obama administration imposed a limit of 140 birds a minute, although some plants were allowed to continue operating at up to 175 birds a minute. The National Chicken Council, in a new filing with USDA, says the data shows that plants can operate at higher speeds without risking food contamination. The group says preliminary analysis of data released by the Food Safety and Inspection Service says plants permitted at higher speeds had comparable salmonella and campylobacter levels. The group also notes that the most recent occupational injury data shows that poultry processing plants have a lower illness and injury rate that is substantially below the rate for similar agriculture sectors. 
NCC wants USDA to allow waivers of the line speed limit for plants that participate in a program that is designed to expand food safety controls. Some advocacy groups, including Food and Water Watch and the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, are appealing to USDA to deny the NCC proposal. More than 24,000 comments on the proposal have been filed before yesterday's deadline. Grains Group praise U.S. for WTO stance against price supports. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer stood firmly against efforts this week by India and other countries to weaken WTO restrictions on government price supports and stockpiling programs. U.S. farm groups are offering up hearty cheers for his efforts. The move to create loopholes to allow price support programs and government stockpiling at the WTO ministerial meeting in Argentina would have been highly trade-distorting, violating both WTO rules and the spirit of trade liberalization that the organization is meant to embody, that the word of the U.S. Wheat Associates. The U.S. Grains Council also praised USTR and stressed the need for WTO countries to work together as the global population continues to climb rapidly, putting more strain on production agriculture. The Grains Council said the council strongly supports trade liberalization to help global agriculture collectively address challenges of food security and eradication of poverty by 2050. We can only accomplish those goals if we have an international trade forum to establish disciplines on market access, trade-distorting policies, and non-tariff barriers. Gentler, kinder neutering on the way? A biotech firm called Recombinetics is expected to join the Animal Welfare Foundation in announcing a joint project today to develop a way to neuter male pigs without the need for surgery, according to industry sources. Besides being a bit painful for the pigs, not to mention somewhat dangerous for the farm workers doing the castrating, the traditional procedure of removing the testicles can lead to infection. The biotech solution? edit swine genes to turn off the boar's reproductive function. Here's today's He Said It. If you were an enemy of the United States and wanted to strike us, nuclear weapons always get the most attention because they're so terrifying to everybody. But when you think about the damage that would be done to our economy, to our country, to our people, it would create a real sense of terror if somebody successfully attacked with a pathogen our agriculture sector. That former U.S. Senator Joe Lieberman, co-chair of the Blue Ribbon Study Panel on Biodefense to the Senate Agriculture Committee. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, December 14th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.